everyone, and welcome back to But Why the Podcast, the podcast where me, Adrian, and Matt talk about the things in pop culture that people say matter and ask the question, but why though? Before we get started, we just wanted to tell you to head on over to all of our social media and get involved in our conversations. Check out our Twitter at But Why Though PC and our Facebook, facebook.com slash But Why Though PC. Also, we're Twitch affiliates now, so you can sub to us, watch a stream, um, get access to funny noises when we're playing. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. Come spend your nights with us while we play games at twitch.tv slash butwhydopc. And over on that note, we are actually raising money for StackUp, the military gaming charity that empowers veterans through the power of gaming. So if you have anything you can donate, donate it to them. Head on over to our Twitch channel and click on the StackUp logo. Click that, it'll send you to the donation page and you can help out a great cause and a great organization that we've covered in our Missions That Matter episode, um, which you can go back and listen to to find out more. And as always, enjoy the show. everyone, welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, and today we have a very, very special episode because we want to talk to you about a broadcasting software we've been using on our Switch channel, Vivo. So as always, I'm your host, Kate, and I'm here with Matt. Hello. And our special guest, Jason Hitchcock, one of the co-founders of Vivo, who works in partnerships and marketing. Hey, Jason. Hey, what's up? So how are you doing today? Today's great. Uh, you know, I'm in sunny San Francisco, where the weather... It's now 75 degrees, you know, so we're <laughs> summer-ish. And, uh, you know, we're hard at work at Bebo. Like I was telling you before this call started, we have a brand new version of the app that we're pushing out. So we're just, we're, we're hammering away at that. Nice, nice. So I have to ask, where did the idea for Bebo come from? Yeah. So, you know, we, so we've, made a bunch of different products uh, that are all around live video. Um, and uh, it's, we've, I, I myself have been a, like a user of Twitch for a long time. And, you know, but right before we were making this app, like I tried actually getting set up to broadcast on Twitch and I couldn't believe like somewhere like an hour into like OBS tutorials. I just, I couldn't believe that this is the way that everyone streamed. It was weird that Twitch didn't have a go live button. Like I can't believe that. And it's weird that this whole streaming thing is happening. Like you have to be such a broadcast geek to figure out like how does OBS work? Then I need to go like get overlays from somewhere and then got to go use like Streamlabs for alerts and then like how do payments work? And like you needed to use like eight different apps just to believe a great software company. Uh, we've made a bunch of things that are really high quality and so that are around live video. And so that just, it made a lot of sense to us to see if we could take a crack at solving this. And uh, here we are almost a year later. Uh, Bebo is for sure like one of the easiest ways to go live on Twitch. It's now the, the number one recommended way to stream to Twitch. If you go to the broadcast page on Twitch, like there we are. Um, and we're coming out of alpha soon. 
And uh, I think we solve a lot of the problems that like that I ran into when I was trying to go live, just just like couldn't figure it out. It was too hard. Yeah, I mean, we met you guys at PAX East and you solved a lot of my problems with going live easily. Like literally exactly what you said, those eight different windows that I had to have up at one time and hope all the plugins work to different areas like that. That was a deterrent from streaming. And I've streamed almost every single day since PAX East using Bebo because it's been incredibly easy. Um, and you, this is the first time you've actually really stream streamed without like... Yeah, basically since we got back because it made it easy. Because I used to stream, but like I was like you. I didn't like messing with all the overlays, all the different apps, everything else. I was like, this is the pain. And you didn't like messing with it because we had multiple computers. But now that we can do it all in one hub through one thing, and I can just pull up on my computer and I have no problems messing with everything. So like I have to say for me, my favorite thing is like the cloud storage because I'm really... Um, or like having everything saved within Bebo because I want our stream to look like a very certain way across all different all all the different four of us that use our channel. Um, so what what is the biggest feature you think that most people have the love for that you've heard? Good question. Um, so I'll preface this by saying one of the cool things about Bebo is that it's sort of like it's 2018. So it's like if you were to say I'm gonna build this technology, you you know, today, like you would make different technology choices. A lot of the other streaming apps like OBS and XSplit, they've been around for five, seven years. They're using older technology. And so like that's, like you mentioned, we're cloud-based. So, you know, what's the benefits of being in the cloud? You can change computers, all your stuff is there. You can upload file, media files to us. And like, they're always saved. It uses a little bit less CPU because we're doing some things in the cloud that are not happening on your, that are normally happening on your computer. So some people like that. Other people like the all-in-one nature, like there's alerts and streaming and I have a dashboard and chat and all my events are in there. Donations, like, okay, that's great too. Um, something that we're excited about, um, we will auto-tune your bitrate. Like, I didn't really even know what bitrate was uh, when I started streaming. Like, why do I need to know this very specific setting? Uh, we will auto adjust it up and down based on like we'll detect CPU spikes and what's going on in the game and we will see dropped frames in your video and we will lower and raise your bitrate automatically so it's always perfect. Some people like that. There's a thing that we're building right now that we're excited about. We just gave it to the first group of users that are testing it. It's called GameSense. And what we're doing is, uh, and this is kind of like one of the big things we're going to be pushing this year, um, it, it's we can detect what's happening in the game. Uh, and then based on things happening, we can fire off cool graphics. So if you get a kill in Fortnite, we can update a kill counter on screen automatically without you updating some text file. Or if you get a kill streak, uh, we can have like a meter you know, filling up and when it gets full, like Snapchat style effects and you burst into flame. <laughs> uh, and so what we're doing is we're gonna have a massive library of events that we can see in games, kills, wins, items that you pick up, whatever it is for the game that matters. And then we'll have a whole library of cool graphics that can fire off. And we'll even make that available to designers to make their own. So if, if you wanna make your own graphic, you know, like if you have a pirate theme, you know, then like you can have some cool, you know, over, like maybe leveling up your overlays. Uh, like as you 
as you have lower and lower health, maybe your overlays also like degrade quality or something. So that, you know, in the same way that like Twitch looked a little bit different when Streamlabs came out with alerts and things like that, yeah. and everyone added alerts, uh, we're pretty sure that Twitch is going to look a little bit different when GameSense is out there. And this is going to be the next, the next type of thing on Twitch that people are doing to make their streams cooler. Yeah, where where did the idea for that come from? Because it, it's really it's really intriguing. I think you showed us the video of it while we were at Paxi's, and I was like, "There's so much use for this." <laughs> it comes from a lot of different places. One place it comes from is Snapchat face filters. Just like that technology is so cool, it's also so doable. Um, when you uh, based on the way that we did the architecture for Bebo, like we make it really possible, like it's possible for us to build that. And so the fact that it's possible and we already know about it, one where one place the idea came from, another place where the idea came from is there's all these, like we've, we've talked to thousands of streamers and a lot of people have really complicated workflows during their stream. People will show us their setup and, and how they go around clicking all the buttons to make the production happen. And, uh, you know, I mentioned, yeah, we can activate cool graphics, but we can also do anything, we can activate any feature in the streaming app as well. So the way we explain this to people is, hey, cool graphics appear on screen, but what else could happen could be, you do something cool in the game and we change the scene automatically, or we clip that, like, here's a clip. You killed five people in 10 seconds, that's obviously cool, clip it. Or we detected chat went crazy, we'll clip it. Or so if we can detect it, we can then automatically do something in the app. And the idea is we want to make an automatic workflow, whether it's activating cool graphics or changing scenes or changing the mic. Like maybe it's some viewer, some VIP subscriber. It's their birthday. Maybe we activate a graphic when they arrive. Yeah. Uh, we want to automate a lot of these things. And so that's ultimately what we want to do. It's possible and it's kind of obvious. Um, one way that we come up with ideas is like, we'll just say like five years from now, when everybody, you know, if you go, if you go forward five years, what's going to seem totally normal, uh, then, uh, like we'll be shocked if we can't do it in five years. Uh, but we can't do it today. What are those things? And everything I just said, like, I would be shocked if you don't have <laughs> Snapchat style face, you know, graphics, I would be shocked if we don't have graphics on your stream that look like they belong on CNN or NBC. Like I would just be shocked. Um, I would be super surprised if there wasn't automatic, you know, production elements where the scenes change when we needed to automatically. Um, I would be shocked if your mods couldn't log in to your streaming app and be a producer on your channel remotely. So there we go. I'm excited. <laughs> I want to start using GameSense. I mean, not that I get like awesome kill streaks or anything, but in yeah. the event that it happens, I need that to be documented. For sure. <laughs> exactly. Well, you can have a death counter instead where every time you die, something happens. So Oh yeah, that would actually that that would be both depressing but very engaging for chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. The kill counter for Fortnite is hard to test for some of us because like I suck at that game. So I still have yet to like really have a good test with it. <laughs> yeah, that's me and PUBG. What is it? What did you say, Matt? Like it's twenty minutes of running around for five minutes of getting shot at. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I suck at those games, PUBG, picking <laughs> up stuff and then dying. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Do you have any questions? 
No, I'm just enjoying that everything is becoming simplistic and automated, so I don't have to press 25 buttons through three different screens or four apps. Yeah, I mean, I think that live video is going to be big, don't you? Oh, yeah. I think a lot of, I think uh, some people think that gaming is now big and mainstream. I think it's just the beginning. Um, yeah. I, I actually, I don't think it's that mainstream yet. Um, you know, I think it's more mainstream than it's ever been, but uh, I don't think, I, I think there's still a lot of people who haven't really given gaming the true serious consideration that it deserves in the same way that we default to, of course, movies, music, books, entirely valid. I still think a massive segment of society is like, games are for kids or games yeah. are just for boys. And I think uh, over, you know, as our generation, uh, you know, millennials and Gen Y or whatever they're called, that <laughs> uh, as we get older and take over the world, I think we have an assumption that games are normal. And yeah. um, I also think like we have this new, uh, this new behavior of like influencers and creators, like people are living in public and uh, we need more and more tools that <laughs> live in public in cool, exciting ways. Um, and, and, you know, one thing that we want to do in the future is we want to help you earn more money. And so I think, you know, Bebo is going to become the tool of record for helping you stream, helping you look great, will help you earn money and just basically ultimately do what you do. Um, and so, yeah. I do have one question since we're talking about the future and moving in, especially with the cloud-based storage. Have you guys got around to thinking about anything like in as far as like phone and IRL streaming? In I mean, mobile? Yeah. you know. Mobile app. We'll make one. Um, <laughs> like people, you know, viewership on Twitch is heavily trending mobile, especially as more countries come online where people don't have desktop computers. They're just on smartphones. Um, and, uh, you know, people aren't taking their PCs with them out in public. They're, they're on their phones. So we'll for sure have a mobile app. We'll have apps on, you know, Xbox and PS4 that can beam the video straight to Bebo servers. Um, get around capture cards and things like that. Oh gosh, capture cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today you need a capture card in the future. I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah. I'd have registered the capture. Yeah, yeah. Capture Eventually cards. they'll get, they'll be obsolete. Well, I, I think we'll have them for a while. Yeah. That like what'll happen is you're going to end up with like a Bebo app, like on the Xbox or something. And then that app will send the video straight yeah. to the servers. <laughs> to your computer and you'll open up Bebo and you'll capture, you know, the Xbox there and yep. no capture card will be needed in that scenario. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited, honestly. And I, you answered my question. The next question was what's the future for Bebo? And now all I know is that I'm very excited for it and there it's going to keep moving forward. Um, okay. I guess like, what can, um, other than game sense, is there anything that anybody can expect to see coming really soon? Really soon, people can see, you know, Bebo will be coming out of alpha really soon. And what does that mean? It means that we're going to have 900 and 1080p streaming. We will have tons more cool templates. Uh, Game Sense will be a feature inside of the app. Um, you know, let's see, other things that people can look forward to. We're going to support more capture cards. We're going to... You know, a lot of the things that I'm going to say are going to be like, we're going to have most, basically all the features that like OBS has. Like today you go into the app and we might be missing 
some very specific feature that most people don't use. We'll, we'll have that feature really soon. Um, I don't know. I think the near future of Bebo is it's going to only get easier. It's only going to do cooler things and it will always remain free. So um, I think the thing that in the same way that like we all used TeamSpeak and then Discord came out and like yeah. now we all use Discord and we always look forward to cool features that Discord comes out with. Um, today we all use OBS, uh, Bebo we're all going to switch to and we're all going to look forward to Bebo coming out with cool new features. Um, Bebo is going to be an innovation partner for streamers. We're going to constantly be coming out with cool stuff all the time. I think people like it when software companies come out with stuff all the time. Um, so that's what you can look forward to. Awesome. I do want to point on something um, on the on the ease factor, and because uh, I we ran a Marvel stream um, a few weeks ago, and I ran into an issue because I tried to put in like four different video sources. Uh -huh. But the cool thing was, is the twenty four hour help is so helpful. It is helpful. Like they sat with me, and like we went through like as many fixes as we could until we found what worked, and it was awesome because without that feature, it would have just been me watching like 20 different YouTube videos and hoping that I was like going up the right tree. Right. Um, so like that, that's probably, I guess, another feature that like the ease at the, the, the ease of use is amazing. So I definitely wanted to say this while we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> those support people were, those are all broadcasters who were early users of Bebo and they were super helpful. Um, and so we have five broadcasters. They're all affiliates. Um, they stream all the time. They're broadcast geeks. They know everything about Bebo and everything about streaming. And so they're super happy to help. And like, you can even just talk about streaming in general with them and get general tips. Um, we hire from the community. We think that Bebo makes better decisions. We make more correct decisions on behalf of streamers when streamers work at Bebo. We've hired, so our support team is all streamers. We've hired uh, Crass Kitty, who is a really famous partnered streamer. Um, we, uh, we have streamers on our design team that do branding for other streamers and, uh, we will continue to hire more streamers because the more voices of the community we have inside of our company, uh, the better our marketing is, the better our feature we hire from the community. Um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the way we close out, like every interview we do, any show we do is, you know, why does pop culture matter? So we want to know one, oh, I guess you've already said why Bebo matters, but if you want to put it into like a nice sentence and then what piece of pop culture matters the most for you? Okay. Why does Bebo matter? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the same way that eBay had a big impact on people who sell things and like can earn a living doing that in the same way that, you know, YouTube has become a place that helped people make videos and you can earn a living doing that or Etsy has helped people who make crafts um, earn a living at scale selling their crafts. Bebo is going to matter because we're going to power live video creators. If you're a serious creator uh, that wants to earn a living doing it, um, that is what like will become synonymous with Bebo. Um, so that's that. Uh, if you're going to do live video, you're going to do it on Bebo because we're going to make you look great. It's going to be easy. We're always going to be innovating for you. And we're even going to help you grow your audience and earn money. Those are, those are things we're going to do. Um, pop culture that matters to me. Um, I'm super excited about, uh, about K-pop. 
I think K-pop is one of the most exciting, awesome uh, genres of anything. I really like, um, I'm a big fan of Huna and AOA and EXID and BOA. So I think, I think K-pop has done a good job of deconstructing what we like about what it like in American pop culture, what people like about celebrities. Yeah. Uh, we like seeing them dance. We like seeing them all the time. Uh, and uh, K-pop has just like, they just give you that. Uh, <laughs> they give you multiple versions of music videos. You get the practice dances. They teach you the dances. They all have reality shows on YouTube. You get as much as you want. Go K-pop. That's amazing. We should totally do a K-pop episode. That is, that is I love K-pop. So <laughs> K-pop and J-pop. Yeah. I'm all about it. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us, sure. talking with us. Um, so where can everybody find you? I uh, They can find me on Twitter at Jason Hitchcock. They can find Bebo uh, at Bebo.com. We're Bebo underscore official on Twitter. Uh, I tweet from that account a lot. And we also have a Discord, discord.gg slash Bebo. Those are all the places. Bebo.com. Awesome. And I shall link all of that everywhere. (laughs) So you can find me at OhMyMythRandier on Twitter and Instagram. Matt? You can find me on Twitter at DatM18, D-A-T-T-M-1-8. And you can find the podcast streaming on Twitch.tv slash PC. Thank you.